My name is Terry Glenn Harris, author, speaker, coach, and you, you are now locked in to Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. Now let's work. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what time of day it is where you are listening to this episode. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. This is episode 10, ladies and gentlemen, 10 episodes in. Uh, Now to some, 10 episodes might seem like nothing, but to the doer, 10 episodes is certainly a victory. For me personally, 10 episodes marks the end of a successful first season. I thank you all for your emails and for your comments and for your text and for your likes and for all of the support. Listening every other week, I began this podcast journey back in January and it's truly been rewarding. It will not be a, a pause Uh, Between season one and season two, I will be back in two weeks to give you another episode, but it'll just say season two, episode one on there instead of season one, episode 11. Um, And again, I'm ecstatic to have reached 10 episodes. The title of this episode is The Can Do Mindset. And in this episode, we're going to discuss the can-do mentality. We aren't going to pay any attention to what someone else may have told us, um, to, uh, you know, what anyone else has told us that we'd never do. And we're going to focus completely on all we know we can do. As a child, I remember knowing better than to ever say I was bored while at home because I knew the answer to my comment would be, go read a book. Not that there was anything wrong with reading, but if I wasn't in school, it just wasn't an activity I wanted to do. On a number of occasions, I'd hear the expression you've also probably heard dozens, if not hundreds of times, That if you can read, you can do anything. A term I understand or a term I understood growing up, but didn't take seriously until after graduating high school. Well, that reading terminology goes the same for our mentality. An optimistic can-do mindset will get you much further in life than a pessimistic, pessimistic, procrastinating mindset ever will. Attitude kicks down more doors than any number of agrees. And when I say attitude, of course, I'm talking about positive attitude. And no offense to anyone. You know, I, too, have a degree. My point is my degree is worthless without the right mindset. So Joel Osteen, Mark Zuckerberg, Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey, T.D. Jakes, Tyler Perry, Ellen DeGeneres will all attest that the right attitude is more valuable than any piece of paper with a school's name on it. 
as not one of them graduated college. And I'm not saying don't go to college. If college is for you, by all means, get there. But know that even in college, you need the right mindset. For those of you who have graduated college, you know you need the right mindset as you must be able to see graduation on the first day of your freshman year. You have to have that vision. You have to have that mindset. You have to have that want to. You have to have that go for it in order to make it where you see yourself going. All right, so another thing that's special about this episode, other than it being episode 10, is I have my first guest on the podcast, Beyond the Coffee Table, this time around, and he is the host of his own podcast uh, entitled Black Boy Searching. So I'm going to welcome... Um, Somebody that I saw him on social media, started following him on social media, then ironically found out that he and my wife went to, I think it was middle school together, which is crazy, which is why you need to be nice to everybody because you never know. Um, So uh, I want to welcome Zeke Ali to the show. I appreciate you being here, brother. I appreciate being here, man. So um, just uh, go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself, you know, how you came to podcast, you know, what um gets you going, things like that. Cool. I just recently um, got into podcasting and YouTubing. Uh, last month in June, we shot our first episode um, of Black Boy Searching. And Black Boy Searching is basically like it's a platform to uncover and discover us as black and brown people. Um, some of the guests we've had on so far have been like independent artists, um, entrepreneurs and uh, um, activists and stuff. So I just wanted to introduce people to people who are out here doing their thing, but they don't get the recognition of like other mainstream people. Hmm. So um, yeah, that was, that was my whole mission for it. So um, where'd you come up? I know this is a little off topic, but no, no, no. where'd you come up with the name Black Boy Searching? Where'd that come from? Uh, it was random. <laughs> um, originally it was supposed to be a blog and um, I have a background in uh, journalism and communications. Okay. And that was literally the first name I chose. Um, and it's, it, it kind of speaks for itself. I'm a black boy, male man, gotcha. searching for answers and searching to uncover things that, you know, people, other people have taken responsibility for. Like, mm. um, I want this platform to be a situation where people of color can take control of their own narrative and um, not allow someone else to tell their stories. Okay. All right. Cool. And then another follow-up question, mm -hmm. the name Zeke Ali, where did that come about? Um, <laughs> so growing up, my name is Isaiah. So growing up, people either called me Zay or Zeke. And I kind of like Zeke a little better because everybody named Isaiah, their nickname is Zay. Okay. So I always wanted to be different. So I was like, I'm going to take that because I'm going to take that name, Zeke. And I just chose Ali from, um, you know, the great Muhammad Ali. Okay. Like, and I felt like that name held weight. And it pushed me to work harder and... Um, to hold up to the name. So gotcha. Okay. Makes I kind of um, made myself um, a relative of Muhammad Ali by giving myself his name. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I hear that. Um, so we're, we're talking about, you know, the positive can-do mindset mm -hmm. um, here on this episode. And I personally believe that your mindset can take you places mm -hmm. 
or it can keep you exactly where you are. Um, a mindset can make you as successful as the you know biggest billionaire or leave you as poor as the poorest panhandler. You know, mm-hmm. all about what you do. Because if you start it in your mind and you make up your mind that you're going to do something, then your body will follow. Right. Um, of course, you got to command it, you know, with your mouth because your mouth will then give that command to your brain. Your brain will give it to the uh, neurons in your body and then you'll begin to move. Um, so that's why I wanted to do an episode on the mindset. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people like, you know, Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. um, Venus and Serena Williams, Michael Jordan, all those people who were told you're not good enough. They were told no. They were told uh, you know, try, you know, somewhere else, but they never gave up on themselves. And maybe they had somebody in their corner who was saying, no, you're going to do this. You are good enough. Um, or, you know, a Joe Jackson <laughs> with, with the belt in hand saying you're, but these people have become the icons that we know. I mean, Michael Jordan still sells shoes for $250 on release day. And then the next day, if you don't get them, up to fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars, depending on you know um, if you're a sneakerhead. So that kind of took me to their minds being developed, mm-hmm. and one of the in the music industry, um, of course, they used to have something called artist development, yes. where labels <laughs> would actually spend money to develop the artist to make sure they're breathing right, to make sure. You know, they don't run out of breath on stage. And then that kind of went away. It's yeah. like, if you're not a self-made artist, we really don't want you. But Motown, um, actually where the artist development started, mm-hmm. they still have it. Yeah. Uh, I know it went away for a while and then Neo came along and he brought it back uh, and decided, let me bring artist development back. So I kind of relate that to your attitude development. Like you have to develop the right attitude. Mm-hmm. So how important do you feel developing your attitude is when it comes to anything that you'll do in life? I think it's very important because like um, speaking of personal experience, like until I developed a can-do attitude mm-hmm. or um, what have you, I was stuck in a, in a situation where it was like... Um, I needed that artist development. I needed that attitude development. I was stuck in a situation where I was one depressed and I was, um, and I was one of those people who would plan all these things. Like I'm going to do music. I'm mm-hmm. going to put out an album. I'm going to drop a single. I'm going to do this, going to do that. And I would run to social media and tell social media, Oh yeah, coming soon this boom, boom, yeah. boom. But then like looking months later, that didn't come, that yeah. didn't happen. And it took until um, more recently when I started the um, podcast, black boy searching that um, I kind of got it. I kind of got that, like, okay, you can say all these things, but if you're not doing the work, right. it's not going to happen. Like, right. um, Erica Badu had a quote, um, and I'm paraphrasing, it's um, write things down and watch them get real. Watch things get real. And she, it's something, it's something along those lines, but it was mm-hmm. like, it touched me. And it was like, and I, I didn't even hear the direct, the direct quote. It was just a meme that someone posted and it had her, I don't even know if she said it or not, but, it stuck and I yes. um, screenshot it and I put it on, um, I put it as my wallpaper for my um, my phone. And every every day I would open, I would look at my phone and I would see that. And then like days later, I started writing stuff down, start a podcast, start this, start that. And then here I am now and I'm checking things off of right. that because like 
things got real because I made an um I made it a point to actually do the work. Mm-hmm. Like you can say what you're gonna do until you're blue in the face, exactly. but until you actually put some work behind it, it's not gonna happen. And like for years, like I was trying to be in the music industry for years and even dropped the project, but it's like Every time after that, I would be like, "Yeah, new music coming soon." And mm. I, it, it, it was it was a great like quote. It was a great status right. for Facebook and Instagram. But it was like, Where's I'm music? saying this, and it's like, bro, you ain't even been in the studio. When the last time you wrote? Like, when mm. the last, you got any beats? Like, you right. posting this, and people are like really looking, they like it, they like, oh yeah. But it, I don't know. You got you gotta put it in the work. Yeah. You have to. Then it's kind of like, where is it? Right. And I can relate right. on that. Um, with my book, Beyond the Coffee mm-hmm. Table. I I did a lot of talking, a whole lot of talking, and I more so did talking because of the people. The people around me were flourishing and yeah. doing what they said they were going to do. Um, like one of my friends, he manages an artist, and we were both in the military together. And he went out, and he was like, you know, when we get out, this is what I want to do. He went out. He went to Full Sail University, moved to you know California, roughed it or whatever you want to call it found this artist, started promoting this artist, and now this artist is going on tour with NDRE, with Monica and Brandy, and I'm just like, he's on Star, and I'm the uh, TV show, and I'm just like, wow, he's doing all these things. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm working on the book. It's coming, it's coming, and that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Book just dropped in May. So I did a lot of talking, but when I shut up, right. and like you said, when I wrote it down, it it came to fruition. Right, um, right. So Because I believe, you know, when you write things down, you become accountable because mm-hmm. now every single day that thing is staring you in your face. And that kind of leads us to our first um, point, which is goal setting. You mm-hmm. know, and of course, the first thing with the goal is to think about the goal you want to set and then to write that goal down. And I always tell people, you know, get a journal, but know that your journal is going to reflect you. So if mm-hmm. you have, you know, people, we uh, we like to complain sometimes about the price of things, but yeah. it's like if you have a journal that is like nice and uh, stitched and bound and everything. You got your gold. Um, what do you call the edges of the paper? Edges of the paper. <laughs> um, and, you know, you're looking at that. That's going to reflect you. Mm-hmm. But if you have, you know, composition book goals, then you go to dollar store, you buy a composition book and well, that's going to reflect you. Um, but now you have Amazon where you can go and you can buy a real nice journal for $10, $15 instead mm-hmm. of paying $30. So that's the, you know, how when you set your goals, mm-hmm. how do you start to set them? Do you prioritize or do you just decide, I want to do this one thing, I want to write this thing down and then break it down for us how you get into accomplishing that goal? Oh man, I definitely write it down. I, um, I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of keeping a journal. I've kept a journal since middle school. Um, in middle school, I probably had a composition book, but now I got this real nice one. Um, but um, I start with like the biggest goal. Like I write like the more the one that seems like mm, you might got to do a little something with that. But I start from the bottom and I do all the things that like I have to do to get to that top goal, as opposed to starting um, to write and go down like, oh, I'm going to write more. No, I'll start it with like, I'm gonna write a book. Mm. And then then in turn, all the steps I'm taking to write that book, I'm going to write more. I'm gonna do um, this, I'm gonna do that to reach the ultimate goal. And um, I just believe like, 
we were placed here for a reason. Like, right. and, um, and if you believe it, like you've, you've already gotten there because you believe it. You just got to get there. Yes. Like you've already, you've already, like you've seen it. And people who have like, um, people who have these dreams and stuff, like everybody has dreams. Mm-hmm. People who have it and like they're really into it, they've seen it. Like I can guarantee you that people like a Michael Jackson or like a Janet or a Beyonce, when they were younger, they saw themselves at the Grammys. They right. saw themselves the at the times. Super Bowl, like um, halftime show. They saw it. But it's like they put in the work to get there. Mm. And it's like um, set your goals high because no, um, nothing is – it may seem unrealistic to the people around you, mm. but like they don't have your vision. Exactly. Like everybody has a different prescription in their glasses. If you wear them, everybody has a different um, – when they go to the eye doctor, everybody has a different result. Nobody's the same. So it's like if you have a goal that you're going to be this – Whatever person, like really, like believe that. Exactly. Set your, like set that. it and go for it. Like um, I don't know. And don't and get rid of people like that's in your ear telling you, oh, maybe you should do. Yeah. Nah, because yes. the maybes. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I definitely feel you on that because I'm always when I look at goals and who I share my goals with, mm-hmm. I'm very selective. Absolutely. Because some people will talk you out of that goal for mm-hmm. the mere fact they're afraid. Mm-hmm. To achieve their own goals, they're afraid to write anything down themselves, and they don't want to see you get any further than where they are right yeah. now. So it's it's about when it comes to certain people, it's about oh, you want to do that? Oh, well, no, because I'm not trying to do anything more. I'm good where I'm right. at, so I can't have you right outshining me. And a lot of times, sadly, the people doing that are these people we call friends, right? Um, and even sadder, some of them are these people we call family, cousin, you know, sister. Um, but that, that's the sad and unfortunate part about it. And I always say that you can't share your vision with everyone because you expect people to see a vision that's years away when some people can't even see their hand out in front of their face on Mm -hmm. a clear day. So it's like, you can't share your vision with that person because they will try to kill it before it even has any kind of life. So when it comes to goals, also I set deadlines and the only reason I set deadlines is because if I don't, I know it'll take me forever. But right. if I set a deadline and I'm like, okay, I need to get this thing done by next week, I know I'll get it done by next week again because I've written it down and now I'm accountable. How do you feel about deadlines? No, like I think it's absolutely like um, something that should happen. Like, and going back to my podcast, Black Boy Searching, what I did was, and it was, it's, it's kind of crazy. It sounds kind of crazy, but what I did was I I booked the space for my um podcast we did like a live um situation okay i booked it before i had guests i booked it before i had questions i booked it before i had a camera person a microphone i just booked it i was talking to the events coordinator and i was like um what days do you have open in june and she told me and i was like oh book june 20th and it was booked and i'm like all right now like it forced me to be accountable it forced me to work it forced me to you know get my stuff together and like really do it and I've, I kind of um, I kind of like working like that. It's kind of dangerous because it may not go like <laughs> how you want it to go. But like even with like my next episode, I have the place booked, but I don't even have the person. Gotcha. But it's just like it's going to force me to like swim and like right. get it together. And I, I kind of work good under pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I was one of those people in school where like we had a we had two months to do a project. I'm doing it the night before. I'm drinking a whole lot of coffee and just doing it. <laughs> And I found that was my best results. I'm not telling everybody to do that. It may right. not work out for you, <laughs> but that's the way I work. 
And speaking of um, like who you share your dreams with and your goals with, I have a select few. I have three mm-hmm. people, four people who I, who I share my stuff with. And it's my friend Q, it's my friend Brittany, it's my friend Yunera, and it's my friend Jack. Okay. Anybody else? And they are friends. And nothing to take away from my family or whatever and people who I've known before them. Right. It's just like these people get it. They get me. They mm-hmm. understand. They're goal-oriented. And like you got to surround yourself with people like that. Exactly. In order to move forward, like I look at everybody who I'm around, like people who I name, and they're just moving forward and they're yes. moving forward and it inspires me to like, dang, this person just got that promotion. Right, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do that. And it's like friendly competition mm-hmm. almost. So. And, and that's how it should be. You have to have some kind of um, uh, that that push yeah. because you, number one, you're like, okay, they're hitting these levels. I need to be right. in those levels too. Exactly. Um, like it's like me, the my my close knit group of friends, and it's crazy because none of them are writers, uh, none of them are podcasters, but they're doctors, they're lawyers, they're um, leading IT professionals, and they motivate me to because they're always you know knocking down goals, and we have a group chat with our what's the goal for this week? What are y'all doing? And we share what each other's doing, That's and then dope. on Friday we come back around like. What did you accomplish? Right, right. What do you need to work on, you know, for these next 24 hours? Because you only have 24 hours left. Like, at the come Saturday, 12.59, the new set of goals um, needs to be starting. So that's how we work on that. I but like that. I also believe in shutting up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think sometimes we can talk so much about mm-hmm. something that that's all we're doing. We're just, yeah. we're just talking about it. We're not doing anything. And then... Eventually, people are, they stop listening. They're like, oh, okay, well, mm. didn't you say that <laughs> right, 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 right. last week or the week before that? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what, what happened was, and it's like, all right, you're not doing anything. I'm going to meet you where you at, and I'm going to just let you stay there and, you know, move on. Um, and I'll holler back at you whenever that thing comes out. Um, but another thing that I look at is, uh, you know, people who have plan Bs. Mm. I remember when I was listening to, it was Missy Elliott and she was doing her acceptance speech for the Hall of Fame, which mm. is well-deserved and I feel overdue, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know who Missy Elliott is, just turn on the radio and you probably hear her. It might not be her voice, but it's definitely her pen. <laughs> um, so just keep that in mind. Um, especially if you're a fan of Monica, Aaliyah, Jasmine Sullivan, Jazz, yeah, all Exactly. So yeah. anybody in that um, realm, you, you, you are a Missy Elliott fan, just to let you know. Um, but she was saying something about a plan B, and she was saying that if you're going to have a plan B, what's the point in your plan A? Mm. Um, and me, I personally, I, I felt that because I don't believe in plan Bs. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do, and that's it. You know, and then I have to sit down and write down back to point A, the goals of what it is that I want to do and how I'm going to get there. What's your feeling on plan A, plan B, plan C? It's crazy because, like, I didn't really think about plan uh, B, plan C um, until after we met in preparation Mm -hmm. for this. Um, I was always and I think I was conditioned from my parents and like um, relatives and people who raised me was to if this doesn't work out. You need a plan B. You need to do this. If music doesn't work out, you need to go to school. You need mm-hmm. to have this to fall back on. You need to do this. But like talking with you, I really feel like um, the plan B is um, isn't necessary mm-hmm. because like if you are putting your all into plan A, you'll get it some kind of way, even if it's not um, 
even if it's not what you want it to be, you can reach it because there's so many ways to reach your goals without, um, I don't even know, like without like, like completely failing with your plan A. Like me, my goal, my goals now are to have a successful podcast, inspire people, um, introduce people to new um, people and um, that are out here doing things, great things. And that's, that, that's the goal. That's the plan A. And I feel like even if there's one listener or two listeners or a hundred listeners, if I get one, plan A is good. Right. If I reach one person, I'm good. So like, I just feel like um, you can plan for the future. You can plan for if this doesn't happen. Right. But I would say like, try to do everything you can to make it happen, mm-hmm. to make that plan A um, flourish and to make, and when you reach um, one mark, put something else on your plan A. Exactly. Like, let's do this. Put yes. something else. Let's do this. And why, it can ha- it can definitely happen. Like you, like it goes back to what I first said, like you just got to put in mm-hmm. the work, like, like shut up right. and work. <laughs> like, exactly. For real. And, and I, I feel that, uh, and I hope I hope uh, one of the people listening um, who I, I just hope they don't take it a certain way. But if you do, um, I apologize in advance. I feel we will be so much more advanced as a people and as the millennial generation or whatever whatever they're calling us if we had the the belief. Not saying our parents didn't believe in us, but if we had the strong belief system. Where it was like, okay, my child wants to do this. I'm going to back them 110% in doing that. You want to play tennis? Okay, great. You are going to be the greatest tennis player in the world. You want to sing? You're going to be the great. And I'm going to back you. It's mm-hmm. my job as your parent to back you to make sure we get you there and to not let you quit. Because as kids, that's the fr- it gets hard. We're like, uh, oh, let's do something. I'm else. out. Let me go over here. Give me the money for that. And but it's like, no, you need to stick to it. Like my daughter, she's three and she's already showing signs of wanting to be in performing arts. She mm-hmm. dances, she's she's watched this um frozen video that's <laughs> going around on kids tube and she knows all the choreography and I'm just like I'm amazed at that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, as she continues to get older, if that's what I still see in her, I wanna put, you know, everything behind her for her to be that, for right. her to be that entertainer or whatever it is she wants to do, because a lot of times people talk about the safe route mm-hmm. and they talk about the jobs like a doctor or a lawyer. They talk about a teacher. They talk about, um, you know, desk jobs, cubicle jobs, nothing against those. If that's what you want to be doing in life, absolutely, by all means, do that. But they call it the safe route. And I'm like, nothing is safe because you can go to work tomorrow and the company shut down mm-hmm. and now you're starting from, you know, the bottom all over again. And you're like, oh, well, now I'm kind of stuck. I don't know what to do. Versus if you were doing what you love, living your passion, you're like, oh, well, I'll just get up and i just go over here and do this. People get dropped from labels every day. They're not quitting music. Right. Like they're just going the independent route or what have you. Um, so when, when it comes to the people who can't necess- who don't necessarily or won't necessarily believe in you or get behind you how do you deal with that disappointment or do you even feel disappointed when you put out a project and people everyone's like oh i'm going to go download it and then 
the people who downloaded it are the strangers and the people who didn't download it are the ones you know. How, how does that affect you? Um, when I did put on my project, it, it, um, people who I expected, because we have ex- expectations mm. to download it or to promote it or repost it, um, they didn't. And I was kind of down about it for like the first day, but then I was like, I, I went back to the drawing board and I'm like, yo, if they didn't do it, they're missing out or it just wasn't for them. Like everybody is on different levels in life. And mm-hmm. like, um, if it's, if they don't download it, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world. You keep going, you know, how hard you worked on it, you know, all the time and like energy and blood, sweat and tears that you put into it. I would just say, stay on your, stay in your lane and like, keep it moving because eventually those people will come around. If they don't, again, it's not for them. Yeah. Like, um, everybody's in different seasons in life. Mm-hmm. So maybe this isn't their season. Who knows? Like there are different albums specifically that like I didn't listen to when they first came out, but then I go back and I listen. I'm like, yo, I can relate. Yo, like, um, what album was that? Um, I'm, I just recently started watching making the band again okay. on YouTube you know and, um, back. yeah, it's coming back. <laughs> and that's the reason what made me go back. But, um, I, the first um, band that Diddy came on with was called The Band. Mm-hmm. And I remember yeah. watching the show, but I never purchased the album, never listened to it until like more recently. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, yo, these kids yeah. were dope. And it's like, and I was feeling it. And it's like, I guess in 2000 and whatever, four, when it came out, I was in eighth grade. I'm like, I don't need this. This is not, this is not their struggle. <laughs> right. It's not my struggle. Exactly. But now and I'm like, dang, I've been through that. Yeah. Like, I worked for somebody who fired me and I worked like, it's, it's, um, it's different seasons. Like exactly. I think that's I think that's what so it comes timeless. to. Right, right. So exactly. So um when it comes like so I feel that the longer you put something off, the more you delay something, even if you delay it for 24 hours, that can add years mm-hmm. on to you actually achieving that goal. How do you combat that um procrastination when it starts creeping up and you, you get home and you know you're with uh, your daughter and it's like okay I just played with my daughter I just came from work and now I'm so tired how do you or what what plan do you have in action so that you don't just go to bed you know when she goes to bed and then wake up the next day going to work and you know do the cycle just the cycle um it's crazy that you said that because I just recently um came up with like a a situation where I do, um, my daughter goes to bed around like nine every day. Like okay. we give her a bath and we put her down and like, she's sleeping through the night now. Finally. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what I do is once she's down, like, um, around like nine 30, I take my, um, my notepad and I take whatever I'm working on for that, like at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I take an hour to myself. It may not be a lot, but it's like, I go to work and I'm working to fulfill someone else's dream. Yes. And, um, I have to at least give myself something to feel like I'm fulfilling mine. So mm-hmm. like what I do is um, I take an hour of, an hour out of the day and work on my goals or just like, even if it's something as simple as just watching like a YouTube video, um, like a how-to video or like an interview or something. And I'm always inspired. And like some of my friends can attest to it. Like um, it's usually like a random time of the night where I'm like sending people videos like, yo, this okay. video is crazy. This interview, I'm so inspired. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's usually around the time my daughter's sleep and I'm working on me and I'm writing my goals and stuff mm-hmm. down. Just take time out of your day to work on your stuff. Like exactly. everybody has things like um, we're both parents, mm-hmm. like um, we're in relationships, you're married. So you got to, you got to put in time for that. Right. But it's also a time for you. Like you can, you can get an hour out of your day just where it's just you and mm-hmm. yourself 
have some me time and like do your thing. Exactly. Exactly. And you can't you you can't let people or backtrack. You, if you have something you want to achieve when your family goes to bed, you can't go to bed. Like right. You have to put in right. the extra time like you do. You put in that extra hour, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, I also believe that and um, you know, I, whatever. I also believe in doing that at work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna take 10 minutes here, I'm gonna work on some personal mm-hmm. growth. 10 minutes there, 10 minutes here. And then I I, I take an hour mm-hmm. every workday. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to take this hour. <laughs> I'm ahead on my project. So I'm going to take my 10 minutes here, my 10 minutes there, my 10 minutes here, my 30 minutes there, maybe depending on where I am on a project um, to work on me. And mm-hmm. that's why this year I'm really proud of myself and the strides I've made because I've achieved every goal that I set in Gen- uh, back in last December. And I'm on my way working to the ones I plan to set, you know, this December. But I think that's because I don't wait until December to do that. To do it, yeah. I don't wait until, oh, it's New Year Eve. Okay, <laughs> now let me, you know, write down all these goals. Happy New Year. Okay. And then next December, I'm sitting in the same space. That used to be me every New Year before this past one. Mm-hmm. But I decided, you know, last year, this year is not going to be like that. I want to be celebrating all the things I accomplished in 2019 on New Year Eve going into 2020. I don't want to be like, okay, I'm going to do this great thing. I'm going to do that great thing. Um, And then get to December again. And it's like, okay, I'm (laughs) here. We go again. Same space. (laughs) So um, it's crazy. You said you, um, so when, when it comes to a new year resolution, do you believe in new year resolutions or do you think they're just um, unrealistic goals that people, or I, I don't want to say unrealistic goals because <laughs> I don't want to call anyone's goals goal unrealistic, but um, fairy tales, I'll say, that people write down on paper and then come spring, you forgot all about it because mm-hmm. it was getting nice outside and you then threw your winter coat in the closet. <sighs> um, it's, it's crazy because like prior to this year, like you spoke on, like I would set them and I would, and it wouldn't happen. And mm-hmm. I would come back to the next December 31st and like try to set new goals or new year's, new year's resolutions. And, um, and again, it would be like this weird cycle, but this year I set, um, set two goals. One was to, um, I've really been obsessed with like being a vegan. Like I, okay. I, I, right. I feel like that's where my life is headed. Um, so I tried it a couple of times. Um, and more recently I started and I'm, I'm almost a month in, um, and I wanted to start a podcast. Like I wanted to, well, I wanted to start a blog. That was the goal, but the blog um, graduated to a podcast and um, it's happening. And I just feel like you just, even if it doesn't happen within the first 30 something days of mm-hmm. January, keep going, carry yes. that on. Don't give up. Like I, I know um, for years prior, I would be like, I want to I wanna get in the gym more. I want to do this. I want to mm-hmm. do that. And I would get discouraged come February. And I'm like, oh, dang. Let's try again next year. No, you have 11 more months yes, to get it together. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, don't give up. Like, even if it doesn't happen the first day, the second day, the third day, the 20th day, mm-hmm. just keep going. And, like, yes. um, like keep reverting back to what you what you set out to do and mm-hmm. do it. Even if you got to – you can see my notes, but nobody else can. If you got to circle things and yes. be like to touch on things, <laughs> like, okay, put emphasis on things. Absolutely. Do it. Yes. I, I agree with you on that. And 
It's just like it's all about believing in yourself mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah. Like kind of like um a basketball coach. He believes in his team, even if his team has had a terrible record for years. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just go and I'll, you know, take the Philadelphia Eagles, for example. Mm-hmm. People have believed in the Philadelphia Eagles forever, even though year after year after year <laughs> after year. He was make it to the playoffs, or they wouldn't make the playoffs, and they would get to the playoffs, and they would get so close, and they would lose, and you would always hear the fans like, "Oh, maybe next, next year. year." It's like you need to believe in yourself like that. And, right. But instead of saying maybe next year, it's like, "Oh, maybe tomorrow," right, or right. "I didn't get to do that today, so maybe tomorrow," or "Let me write that down, and maybe tomorrow." But you don't. You can only have so many maybe tomorrows <laughs> before you win your Super Bowl. Like right. the Eagles won that Super Bowl. I remember I heard two people in the cafe talking. And one of the guys was like, yeah, the only ring the Philadelphia Eagles will have are the ones they get when they get married. And I was just like, that is hilarious. Um, But they proved everybody wrong when they went and they won that Super Bowl. And it was so great that they shut down the entire city. Schools were closed. Downtown um, downtown public sector buildings were closed all because they're like, we need to embrace this. People travel to Philadelphia from Boston and yeah. um, from Maryland and from Florida just so they could be a part of seeing the Vince Lombardi Trophy ride by them and then turn around and go home. And right. they still talk about it today like it happened yesterday. So we definitely have to believe in ourselves and know that whatever we can think of and whatever goal we can set and whatever dream we can have and whatever vision we see, it's attainable. Because Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer that if you aren't capable of reaching it, God would have never given it to you. Right. Because he's not going to waste his time or she, depending on what God you serve. They're not going to waste their time Giving you giving you something that you can't handle. Right. Like, and the reason I say here she because I believe God is God, you know, whatever you call them, that God is God. Um right. and that's just how I feel on setting our goals. Set your goals like you said in the beginning, set it high mm-hmm. and don't give up until you achieve it. Don't let people talk you into a plan B because they're afraid of your plan A. They're afraid of how great you might be. And I always, you know, say the things, you know, about people who don't necessarily support. Support, number one, comes in a a multitude of ways. Someone can support you by posting your stuff on our Instagram page. Mm -hmm. That's support. Just just because they didn't physically hand you a dollar or, you know, make a download, they put their stuff, your stuff on their page. page. Okay. Be grateful for that support. Um, but for those people who don't support you, who you thought would, don't let that hinder you. Right. I always say, you know, just let them know, don't miss the boat. Cause right. when the ship leaves the, um, the dock, that's it. You're yeah. not getting on. Once that anchor <laughs> yeah. goes up and that ship pulls off, you're not getting on that boat. And maybe I'll see you when I come back around or maybe I won't because I won't have any occupancy on the boat. So um, before we go, you know, just, you know, if you want to leave the people with, you know, some words of encouragement, you know, uh, keep going, tell them what you got uh, coming up and then we'll go from there. Cool. Um, I just want to, again, touch on, um, like, don't give up. Like, that's what I want to, like, emphasize on this whole thing. Don't give up because, like... um, like, free, like I said in the beginning of this whole thing, I was that guy who would just talk, talk, talk. But literally, 
actually put in the work, set your goals, write them down, watch them happen. Like they will, like you just got to put in the work. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on, like you touched on a little bit, but um, like people like, um, and I compare everything to the music industry because mm-hmm. I love music. Right. But like, if you look at someone like a Jay-Z who is now a billionaire, who was turned down from every major record yes. label to the point where he said, okay, I believe in myself. I'm going to start my own label. Yes. I'm going to <laughs> sign myself. And yes. now 20 something years later, this man is a billionaire, owner of several companies. Yes. Married to the biggest superstar in the yes. game because he didn't give up on himself. He believed in himself that much. And that's where we should be. Even if it's something like as small as you want to you want to run like a dog walking company, you right. want to start a podcast, you want to be a doctor, like really believe in yourself, believe that you can do it and you can. And like we said, like, again, keep a journal, write it down and not just not just to, um, to just be writing, like be able to like date it, date everything that you write. So like you can look on today is what um, August first, and then August first of next year you can look back and be like, "Dang, I said I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. I did it." Like celebrate your small victories and the big ones. And like, I don't know, just keep going. I'm here to tell you, just keep going. You got this. You need some help. Call Terry. He got all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they they can call me. You know, I I am on my way to being a certified life coach, but I'm on my hey. way. I'm not there yet. But I will get there. That is a goal. And I promise I will be there before the clock strikes midnight on the 31st or, well, I guess it would be the 1st of uh, (laughs) January 2020. But before we go, go ahead and let the people know where they can find you, how they can follow you. Yeah, um, you can follow uh, at Black Boys Searching, no G. Um, On Instagram, you can follow me at Zeke Ali underscore Black Boys Searching, no G. Um, the YouTube channel is Black Boys Searching One. That's just the number one, not spelled out. Um, yeah. And how, how, how are you spelling boy? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's spelled B O I. So B L A C K B O I S E A R C H I N. And also, if you want to um, purchase, you know, well, first of all, thank you. For being here, I appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me, man. I appreciate um, I'm it. I'm honored. Can't wait to do it again. I'm sure we will do it again. Yeah, I'm going to get you on my show. I'm, I'm ready. Um, and if you want to uh, purchase a copy of my book, ironically, again, called Beyond the Coffee Table, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of this episode. Um, but please don't forget to like, you know, subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you thought about the episode, because I do read. I do read the emails. I do read the comments and everything like that. Um if you want to book me for any kind of speaking events or what have you, you can do so at beyond the coffee table at outlook.com, beyond the coffee table at outlook.com. And if you want to follow me on social media, it is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Terry Glenn Harris. And now, as I do at the end of every show, I want you to take this second, I want you to take this minute, I want you to take this hour, take this day. Take this week, take this month, take this year, what's left of it, and be great. And until next time, I love y'all in real life. Peace.